I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. YouTube is blocking ad blockers again, and ad blockers are well jabbing back. Recently, many YouTube users who use ad blockers have been greeted by several stages of pop-ups upon opening the video sharing platform. The pop-ups start by asking, then insisting, and finally threatening the user to either disable the ad blocker or whitelist YouTube. After this, the site goes one step further and blocks video playback entirely. App developer Jenny Tang explained in a blog post how the process works. Earlier, YouTube's backend would tell the player what ads to play based on the selected link, and ad blockers would simply alter this reply to say that there are no ads. Now, what has changed is that earlier this year, YouTube started sending fake requests to players to see if the replies are being changed, and if they are, users get spammed with the pop-ups. Ad blockers such as AdGuard and undetectable ad blocker have long been fighting back. But as the video streaming heavyweight constantly updates its requests, sometimes even twice a day, they have been forced to keep up in a constant chase, creating new filters to counter the requests. Andre Meshov, co-founder of AdGuard, told 404 Media that YouTube's technique is nothing new, just a standard ad block wall. Now, what is unprecedented here is the sheer scale. In the other corner, leading the ad blocking charge is the field's reigning champion and a personal favorite. You block origin. The open source blocker is non-funded and worked on by just two people. In spite of this, the extension is constantly being updated to keep up with YouTube's detectors. While a team of volunteers fields troubleshooting requests and breaks down YouTube's strategy, and they are well, definitely not alone in this. They are working alongside other ad block developers, internet pirates, privacy advocates, the Reddit army, as well as the Irish Data Protection Commission. Which has filed a legal complaint against YouTube for its detectors infringing on other privacy-protecting software. Now it's still an uphill battle, of course, considering that Google controls around ninety percent of the online searches, the most popular browser that hosts these ad blockers, as well as the store where the extension of ad blockers are sold. To win this war, Google even paid AdBlock Plus to keep delivering its ads, and has gone as far as sponsoring an ad blocking conference. The outcome then depends on Google's commitment to its stance. YouTube made over twenty-nine billion dollars through ad revenue in twenty twenty-two alone, and Google AdSense controls around seventy percent of the online ad market, meaning it has a lot to lose here. But well, Google is still a tech giant with nearly unlimited resources and manpower, and it's very well capable of dragging on this so-called "quote-unquote" war on ad blockers, as AdGuard puts it. But Jenny Tan calls it a war of attrition. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury, and this is the deep dive for 3rd November 2023. As the host of a tech and biz podcast, I should not say I didn't see it coming, but honestly, cross my heart, I did not see it coming that I would be living in a world where AI takes over India's SaaS behu so populous. I mean, just look at the sheer audacity. 
could AI ever dream up a scene as iconic as Gopi Bahu rinsing Ahem Dikra's laptop? Now, I have my reservations, but anyway, it is what it is. In a recent Business Standard report, journalist Vanita Kohli Kandekar revealed that Z, which is one of the biggest media firms in India, has been using a proprietary AI scriptwriting assistant called Script GPT. Zero marks for an unimaginative name. But apparently, this AI model is already suggesting changes to plot lines of ZTV's popular serials. Reportedly, Script GPT has been developed in Z's Technology and Innovation Center in Bengaluru, where it was fed as many as 42,000 episodes from Z's channels across Hindi general entertainment as well as almost every piece of content or audience research on Hindi general entertainment. It has also been trained on data from the Broadcast Audience Research Council, which publishes TV ratings. And just think about it. This makes Script GPT quite formidable because not only can it suggest alternate plot lines in a script, but it can also predict whether a particular plot line will bring eyeballs or not. And in an article, Ms. Khandekar points out, and I'm quoting her, quote, a system that was so far reliant on ratings, consumer panels and other offline data is now sort of merged into one big tool, end quote. ZTV's business head Aparna Bosley called Script GPT the best customer intimacy tool. For example, for a daily show like Pyar Ka Pehla Naam Radha Mohan, ZTV's business team reportedly asked Script GPT to tell whether a plotline would work with the audiences or not. And when it said ratings would go down, the team made changes in the script. So it might be that script GPT and its predictions are solid. Who am I to doubt these executives? But its use by the company raises a great many questions. First, the tangled question of copyright. According to Khandekar, Z has used only its own shows for training script GPT. If true, it's all good and sorted. Z won't be facing any copyright lawsuits from other media firms. But a crucial question still lingers. Who owns the work that Script GPT spits out? The writers whose work trained the AI assistant or the people prompting the AI assistant or perhaps the company developing the AI assistant? The jury is still out. Now a second dilemma. Won't a tool such as Script GPT undermine writers? Aparna Bosley, the business head of ZTV who I quoted before, told Khandekar that nobody in the Z team protested the AI project because working with script GPT makes Z's creatives even more creative by understanding, quote-unquote, not only what works, but also why it works. Now, that is fairly persuasive, but we've seen that writers, at least in the West, opposing the use of AI because it poses a risk to their jobs. In a historic AI deal after an industry-wide strike, the Union of Hollywood Writers secured a new contract which right away prohibits AI from writing or editing a script. A studio cannot force a writer to use any AI software or ask them to work on an AI-generated source material. Now, for the time being, writers and their jobs are protected in Hollywood. Of course, none of these rules apply to Indian studios, but it's clear that Z's use of script GPT can endanger writers' jobs. Another media company, Eros, is also reportedly teaming up with IIT Mumbai to generate a movie script with AI. To understand how these developments will affect writers in Mumbai, we have with us film and TV writer Vijay Narayan Verma. He argues that tools like script GPT will be used to cut down salaries of even those handful of big writers in TV who are paid well in an otherwise low-paying industry. 
lots of uh, writers who used to work in tv they have a lot of opportunities in fiction writing due to ott these days so there are not many writers uh, left only writers that are left in tv industry are like the big people that the that have been working in uh, fiction tv for many years and they charge lots of money so they, this could be one way to you uh, know cut the cost he also asked vijay if he'll ever see writers in mumbai protesting against ai tools so see there are no unions in in bollywood or uh, I, i don't know about south film industry but hindi film industry there are uh, uh, no unions as such to you know unionize everybody under one umbrella there is one body writers association but that is not an authoritative body and before we sign off for the week here is our third segment one last thing where we bring to you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines when was the last time you felt lucky on google those who remember the i am feeling lucky button next to the search bar might agree that the days of google being able to deliver a smooth search experience are over and it's a lot more clunky and cluttered now but why well amanda lewis from the verge argues that it is so because SEO experts have sold their souls to manipulate search results, turning everyone's online experience sour for a sweet payout. Google's search results are flooded with ads and irrelevant entries, and an opaque algorithm doesn't help. SEO experts are left guessing at ways to get the results to the top, and in the process, the rest of us are left dealing with too many clickbaits and switches. If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Send us your feedback at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was researched and written by Dhruv Sharma and Anoop Sembal. Edited by Soumya Gupta and Venkat Anand. Produced by Manaswini. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.